Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. morning you have a good one last night what'd you get up to anything good i myself happened to go see motley crew it was rather good i I was impressed they definitely decided they were going out with a bang like literally a bang the concert was loud as you might expect a motley crew concert would be however the thing that was louder would be the fire it was the largest amount of pyrotechnics I've ever seen used at a concert ever. And the volume of the band, there was no two ways about it. It was loud. But maybe it's because the seats were reasonably good, but... Woo! The volume of the fireworks was really quite incredible. Something I'm not necessarily sure. Like, the fireworks were so much louder than the band. And, uh... (laughs) When Funkhauser goes to read the news, if you hear me going, What? A lot... Now you know why. I'm AD. I'm the host of the show. Thanks so much for hanging, joining the conversation. Tweet me at ADSXC. Also, holler at Super Producer to the Stars, Barry Funkhauser at FunkFM on Twitter. Today in the show, 34 people killed at a Muslim rap concert celebrating the end of Ramadan. An MMA fighter beats four home intruders and stabs one to death. And uh, thanks to Hamas. Thank you, Hamas. Anti-Semitism has returned to Germany. Right now, though, <laughs> this, this would be my favorite piece of news all week. Sarah Palin has learned a rather valuable lesson. I, I don't know if you caught it or not, but, um, well, I, I, she's had, what, three or four failed TV gigs that didn't work out, including trying to whore her own daughter to some sort of, like, reality show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, this is why I say, mm, yeah, if if she winds up running for any sort of elected office that could affect yours truly in any way, I've never been this type of person before. Never been this type of person before. If a candidate doesn't speak to me, you know what I do on election day? Organize my sock drawer. If I think they're both chumps, I don't go out and vote for what I think is the lesser of the two chumps. I just go, I'm not putting my support behind either of these chuckleheads. Now, a lot of people would argue that that's irresponsible and un-American, and it makes a lot of people very angry, and I'm so lucky to have a right to vote, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, here's the thing. I actually would get out of bed and go vote against Sarah Palin. She's, it's not like I disagree with her politics. I think some of her politics are kind of sort of right on, you know, like her stances on a lot of things, her company line on a lot of things. I I rather admire. Yeah, It's not her politics that bother me so much. It's the fact that she's a 
narcissistic retard to the point, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to use the word retard lightly, um, but she is a narcissistic retard to the point where she could do serious damage. She is a dangerous person if she becomes elected. She's an idiot. And, uh... (laughs) learned a lesson today or this week she learned a valuable lesson about starting her own web channel see she's and this is why i bring up the narcissistic idiot thing half-term governor oh gosh this involves a little bit legitimate public concern and not just fame whoring yourself all the time i I think i'm just gonna bail on being a governor because public service no thanks she instead decided to uh, launch a rather half-assed television career. None of it really panned out. Uh, her latest thing was, I don't know, Palin's America on, on some sort of hunting and fishing channel that absolutely no one watched. And I was like, God, I really hope this works. I really hope this strokes her her out-of-control ego enough to the point where that just keeps her out of government. Like if she can be, if she can just continue fame whoring her stupid books and her kids. And you know, if one of these, I was every single time she got a TV gig, this was me with my fingers crossed going, please one of these work for her, her work for her because that'll keep her out of politics. But um, here's the thing. I, I guess, like, she got some job on some channel that nobody watches, and I guess she came, became painfully aware of the fact that nobody watches this channel. So she started her own web channel. And she learned a valuable lesson about starting your own web channel. Make sure you buy up any similar domain names, such as one that puts uh, the word the in front of your URL. This past Tuesday just gone by after... Uh, Checking out SarahPalinChannel.com, which bills itself as a safe space where like-minded folks can hear things they already agree with from someone whose opinion they already know. Um, Stephen Colbert. (laughs) Stephen Colbert announced that he had purchased the (laughs) SarahPalinChannel.com. This is like my favorite thing to happen in a long time. Yep, he purchased the SarahPalinChannel.com earlier that day. So far, the SarahPalinChannel.com, not a whole lot going on there. there there's a picture of the half-term Alaskan governor. Uh, there, there's a picture of the half-term Alaskan governor turned shysty grifter and a description saying, the only Sarah Palin channel on the internet with a definite article in the address. <laughs> there's also a uh, link to an older segment of the report in which Colbert um, has a bit of a go at Palin's ringing those bells description of Paul Revere's famous ride, which is not really Paul Revere's famous ride. It's Israel Bissell's favorite ride, but, you know, that, whatever, potato, potato, Israel Bissell didn't work as well in the song. The SarahPalinChannel.com is free, though, whereas Sarah Palin Channel, yeah, 10 bucks a month. Palin's channel is worth every penny, though, because, you know, as Colbert said, sure, that's more than Netflix, but it's just as good as House of Cards with even more threatening monologues into the camera. Hey, you, 
What's that sound? I'm coming so loud through your radio dial AD We get it down when you're rocking the jams Here I am, going back once again I'm ruling all city like a I don't know what it is. If I was a chick, I'd swear I was pregnant and I had morning sickness. Been waking up every single morning with, like, crippling stomach pain. I don't know exactly. I really don't know why I'm telling you this. Maybe uh, because I feel as though uh, you're nice enough to listen to the show. We've kind of got a thing going. We've been doing this for a while now, and uh, we're friends. We kind of tell each other a lot of stuff, but crippling stomach pain. I wonder if I should take antacid before uh, going to bed at night. I I don't know. Is that like an old person problem, Funkhauser? Is that a sign that when you wake up with crippling stomach pain in the morning, is that a sign that um, you're you're getting old, or is that, what is that? I think it's too much cheese. Too much cheese? I do enjoy cheese. Although I've always enjoyed cheese and never... Oh, man, that would be a horrible thing. If that's the case, if I'm getting old and I can no longer... My my system can no longer tolerate the vast quantities of cheese I enjoy on a regular basis. What's the point of anything? Might as well just get in the box right now. What? Pardon? Sad day in history right there. Sad day in my personal history right there. If I found out that I had to give up sweet, sweet cheese, that would be a serious problem. 34 people killed at a Muslim rap concert celebrating the end of Ramadan. That's a slightly more serious problem than my intolerance to cheese. Also, an MMA fighter beats four home intruders and stabs one to death. And thanks to Hamas, anti-Semitism has returned to Germany. We're going to talk about all this stuff in the show today. And you can join in the conversation by tweeting me at ADSXE. Also, holler at Super Producer to the stars Barry Funkhauser at Funk FM. Right now, though, Funkhauser, let's take a look at the events of today in My Witness News. In no way, shape, or form, fair. Certainly not balanced. What's crackalacking in the world we inhabit? Well, here's what's crackalacking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> turns 67 this week. Yeah. You wonder how the uh, governor celebrates this sort of thing. Probably with another bastard child jumping out of a cake and yelling, Surprise! If you want to get Arnold a gift, I'm guessing you probably can't go wrong with a box of condoms or a gift certificate for a vasectomy. Didn't he, like, actually post a thank you video for all the birthday wishes he's been getting? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yes, yes, I want to hear that. I want to thank all of you for your birthday wishes. Made me really feel great. I love all my fans. Hasta la vista, baby. And you, you swear to me that's actually him. Yeah, you can Google it. There's no irony involved. That That's actually him. That's him Ar- seriously. Arnold really th- loves uh, making YouTube videos lately and, and Vine. <laughs> Arnold is on Vine? Yes. He clutches things with his tank on Vine. <laughs> wow. Uh, let, let's just hear that again. And knowing that this guy has presidential aspirations, this is the... This is the This is a high-quality piece of production he decided to kick out in honor of his 67th birthday. Let's hear it again. I want to thank all of you for your birthday wishes. Made me really feel great. I love all my fans. Hasta la vista, baby. I wonder if that's just how Arnold talks. Made me really feel great. (laughs) Like, is that how he thanks someone for, like, you know, after he goes in for a colonic? I'd like to thank you for purging my system of built up <laughs> of built up red meat. It's like Made a, me really feel great. It's like a thank you card you're forced to like send your grandma at like ten years old. <laughs> Made, me, Made feel me really great. feel great. 
Uh, speaking of things that make us really feel great, Hillary Duff is in the news. Oh, did you see it? Did you see it? I did not. Oh, no. You have to. Uh, Hillary Duff released a new video where she's singing and dancing on the beach in a bikini. Yeah. Oh, it's and a nice my... bikini. <laughs> and that, my friend, is today's lead story and reasons to thank God your laptop has a mute button. Oh, yeah. You can just watch it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to take in the music at all. Uh, go on. What, what else? Quentin Tarantino. Uh, he says he has an idea for a science fiction movie. I heard about this. Like Quentin Tarantino's take on the science fiction genre. A lot of people are speculating what the hell it would look like because old Quentin didn't really elaborate beyond saying that he's got an idea for a science fiction movie that he's developing. My guess is that it would involve a lot of people in spacesuits saying the N-word. That's <laughs> probably it. What else? Freddie Prince Jr. says Kiefer Sutherland acted like such a jerk on the set of 24. Uh, he made him want to quit acting. Yeah. And you know that's got to be bad because even not being able to act didn't make Freddie Prince Jr. want to quit acting. Uh, that didn't slow him down at all. Yep. Kiefer Sutherland made Freddie Prince Jr. want to quit. Take that, everyone who says Kiefer has never done anything to contribute to the greater good. Yeah. Freddie Prinze Jr. says Kiefer Sutherland is the most unprofessional actor he's ever worked with as well. Uh, in other big Freddie Prinze Jr. news, well, no, that's, that, that's pretty much it. Let, let us move swiftly on to the Kardashian family. What, what's going on there? Mm. Kendall and Kylie <laughs> Jenner have reportedly been hanging out with Chris Brown. Yeah, noted uh, woman-beating piece of human garbage, Chris Brown. Kendall and Kylie Jenner, spending quality time with him. Uh, their mom, Chris Jenner, could not be reached for comment because she was busy blissfully clearing out a shelf for yet another Mother of the Year trophy. What the hell is going on? What else? A judge ruled that the sale of the L.A. Clippers may proceed. Mm. Don't feel bad for Donald Sterling. <laughs> He'll be all white. Uh I've been saving that one up for a while now. I love all the fans. Uh, Donald Sterling has vowed to fight the ruling until the day he dies. So, I don't know. A couple weeks? Friday? Saturday? <laughs> uh, it's funny because he's old. What else? A man who battled a flesh-eating virus he caught in Chesapeake Bay has been released from the hospital. Yeah, that's exciting. You beat the flesh-eating virus for the first time in weeks when someone says, what's eating you? You can say, nothing, nothing at all. Continue. Maybe it was just too much cheese. <laughs> uh, smartphone technology could mean the end of those little hotel key cards. Uh, with a little well, piece I mean, the little phone number on it and stuff. The, the two don't get along. They, they really don't. Because, like, you ever done this thing where, and it always happens, whenever I have a hotel room that's extremely far away from the front desk of the hotel where I'm staying. Never get a invariably, green light. Invariably, I get up there and it doesn't open crap. And I'm just like, oh, now I got to go all the way back down. And I do. And they're like, did you have it next to your cell phone? I was like, I don't know, maybe. Like, well... It won't work if you put it next to your cell phone. It's like, really? Information that could have been brought to my attention before I walked halfway around the earth to get to my room. Thanks. Thanks very much. And uh, 
I, I always have that same response every single time it happens, even though my cell phone has managed to screw up my room key uh, pretty much every time I've stayed in a hotel for the last, like, five years. I still have that righteous indignation like it's the first time. What? This is new information. How come you didn't tell me? I would like a free croissant tomorrow morning. But I don't know. I can't see cell phone technology being the end of hotel key cards. It's baloney. There's no way. Funkhauser, there's no way you're giving your phone to a skanky middle-aged chick in a hotel bar. No, no. Just the Impossible. key card. Impossible. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of phone do you have, unless Funkhauser? It's, unless it's Hillary Duff. Then I right, have right. any if she wants. Right. Uh, <laughs> what kind of phone do you have? I have an iPhone 5. S oh, or C really? or something. Are you uh, are you disturbed about this piece of news regarding? Yeah, did you hear uh, about this? Apple yeah. acknowledged that they're spying on you through your iPhone. Through, mm-hmm. through you your iPhone. I do not Android all the way. <laughs> Privacy, my friend. Privacy. I'm screwed. Yeah, just I just have to yank the battery and restart it every other day. But whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're spying on you through your iPhone, Funkhauser. Here I was, thinking the most disturbing thing about owning an iPhone was constantly being haunted by the ghost of the Chinese toddler who made it for you. What else? Sometimes you get the notes in the box. Help me! <laughs> a Catholic priest in Poland says the devil won't stop texting him. <laughs> That's... Yeah. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> The devil's not texting anyone. He is way too busy producing the new Justin Bieber single. (laughs) Please continue. I hear it's charting. Uh, A new study shows running just a few minutes a day can cut your risk of death from cardiovascular disease. Uh, You don't say. He said (laughs) as he got ready to open another family-sized bag of Doritos for breakfast. (laughs) Uh, Did you ever get through all that tab, by the way? I did, yeah. <laughs> if you're not the, if you weren't listening to the show that day, I, uh, you know, people do that throwback Thursday thing on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Well, I'm like at the grocery store and I spot tab. I was like, really, tab, <laughs> tab? They, that's still a thing. I wanted to buy a can and drink it ironically on a throwback Thursday, but I, I couldn't buy a can. They didn't have a six pack. They didn't have singles. They just had a twelve pack. So. Because I wanted to take an ironic Instagram photo <laughs> and drink tab on a throwback Thursday, I um, I, I soldiered my way, and, and I don't like to waste money because you know I don't have any. Um, but like, <laughs> I soldiered my way through a twelve pack of what basically tasted like malted battery acid. It was not good. It, it made my head hurt to the point where I needed an anison. Yeah, see what I did there? Another another eighties reference. Anison, tab. Things they still make, but you don't hear about it anymore. Continue, what else? Thirty seven percent of Americans think it's safe to try to make contact with aliens. Well, right. Especially if you need some drywall work done. Ah. <laughs> see what I did there? Uh. <laughs> it's because little green men are probably, you know, advanced to the point where they can just be like plaster, 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 drywall, drywall, drywall. Like I mean, yeah. There's that. And they're always <laughs> smiling, too. Like, yeah. I think we should move along. Uh, yesterday was a big day. It was National Cheesecake Day. Maybe right. that's why. You, mm. you have a stomach thing. No, I didn't even enjoy 
National Cheesecake Day because I did not know that yesterday was National Cheesecake Day. Or as Governor of New Jersey and presidential hopeful Chris Christie calls it, Wednesday. Yeah, it's funny because he looks as though his diet already involves cheesecake on a regular basis. What else? A man in England was delivered a Domino's pizza covered with green mold, but he didn't realize it until after he ate it. Oh. By the way, <laughs> pizza covered with green mold, that, that's uh, the number two at Papa John's. <laughs> Extra garlic sauce, please. Yeah, well, I don't think any... This never... Like, it makes sense that this happened in England. No one in America ever would have taken a bite of it because it's green, and that looks way too much like a salad. Uh, Continue. What else? Last month was the hottest June in recorded history. But that's just the opinion of scientists and their precise meteorological instruments and methods and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what God told Sarah Palin. I don't know if I'm buying the science explanation of it. (sighs) Liberal outrage is running amok in California as a restaurant has a no-child-allowed policy. (laughs) Monterey. (laughs) Popular restaurant in Northern California is taking heat for targeting a unique group group of people. Sign displayed on... Old Fisherman's Grotto Door. Do you know this restaurant, Von Kaiser? Uh, I walked by it. It's close to the cannery, there where all the tourist right. stuff is. Yeah. Well, Old Fisherman's Grotto Door warns that the Monterey establishment prohibits strollers, high chairs, and booster chairs. In addition, the restaurant has no tolerance for loud kids. Children crying or making loud noises are a distraction to other diners, and as such, are not allowed in the dining room, the sign says. Tourist say, I think this is ridiculous. I think kids need to know how to behave in restaurants. And if you don't take them to restaurants, uh, they don't know how to behave. They, they shouldn't be kept hidden away. I think it's ridiculous. Kids should be allowed in restaurants. Yeah, don't make your kids' manners lesson learning curve part of my dining experience. I work hard for a living. If I go out and I'm going to drop money on food on my precious, precious time off and your kid gets in the way of my experience... I do it all the time. I do it all the time. When I hear kids screaming near my table, I'm always just like, I can't help myself. I'm like, shut your kid up. Shut your kid up. Do you want to borrow my belt? few days have been so focused on things going in and out of butts. Freud would have had a, like a freaking field day with him. 32-year-old, yep, thank you, thank you, Funkhauser, appropriately timed. 32-year-old Terrence Lewis of Evansville, Indiana, was just charged with attempted murder for shooting two men in their legs a couple of weeks ago, and he turned himself into jail this past Friday night just gone by. 
During his standard strip search, deputies found, quote, a foreign object protruding from his anus area. When they pointed it out, he yanked it out and he put it into his mouth. First off, uh, gross, but they got him to spit it out and it turned out to be some tobacco and a teeny tiny bit of marijuana, which hardly seems worth smuggling in. I, I know uh, it doesn't seem worth smuggling into jail, getting in extra trouble for it. Certainly doesn't seem, certainly doesn't seem like something you'd be willing to go ass to mouth for. Anyways, he got uh, felony drug possession and trafficking charges, and they put him into lockup because he was trying to take cigarettes into prison. But the next day, he punched a 60-year-old inmate named... Wait for it. James Brown. It's true. He punched James Brown in the face. Uh, Apparently, James had broken wind, and Terrence thought that was disrespectful. So he punched him in the face. I'm going to take tobacco, shove it up my butt, and when I get caught with it, I'm going to take it out of my butt and put it into my own mouth. But you, you having a little gas as a 60-year-old is offensive to me to the point where I feel like I need to exact physical violence on you. It's probably better this guy's not out walking the streets. Yeah. (laughs) Today in the show. Today in the show, 34 people killed in a Muslim rap concert celebrating the end of Ramadan. And thanks to Hamas, anti-Semitism has successfully returned to Germany. Successfully returning a lot of places. I don't know if you caught it or not, but... And we talked about this a little bit on the show yesterday. And I've kind of been circumventing the whole situation in the Middle East. Why? Well, because you and I, if you're listening to this, if you're in a position to listen to this, if you're in a part of the world where you can listen to this, there's a very good probability that you really have very little understanding of what's going on in the Middle East. And I don't think you really can understand what's going on in the Middle East unless you were born into it. Unless you were born into that situation and had no other choice but to understand it. And we'll talk about this a little bit, but it is disturbing. To me, it's crazy. It's absolute insanity. Fighting over an alleged piece of holy land, multiple killings on a daily basis since the dawn of time, more or less, fighting over a piece of land That is allegedly where a couple thousand years ago, a guy who said it would be great to be nice to people for a change hung out. You're going to kill each other over that? If I wanted to boil it down into the simplest terms, explainable to a six-year-old, that's pretty much how I would do it. But you know, to me, I've always been like, yeah, that's your thing. That's over there. But when you hear of Nazi salutes being given at anti-Israel demonstrations in places like Miami, Nazi salutes, Zeke Heiling being done in France, 
in France? Really? Zeke Heiling in France, do you remember? Well, even if you're not old enough to remember, did you pay close enough attention in history class or maybe you have some grandparents that could have filled you in on exactly what it was like last time people were Zeke Heiling in the streets of France? It was not a happy time. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. Right now, though, a story with what I like to call a happy ending. Prosecutors in southern New Mexico say a professional mixed martial artist will not be charged in a fatal stabbing of an intruder during a suspected home invasion at the fighter's home. The DA in Las Cruces announced this past Thursday that a thorough investigation didn't produce any kind of evidence to prove that Joseph Torres killed 25-year-old Sal Garces without legal justification. Sheriff's officials say Torres fatally beat and stabbed him, beat another intruder so badly he needed to be taken from Torres's home in an ambulance and then convinced the other two to retreat in fear. These guys, a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, and a 22-year-old forced their way into this guy's house at about 2 a.m. on New Year's Day. Once they were inside the home, a fight broke out between the intruders and Torres. This fight ended with Garces dead. Another guy being admitted to hospital with severe facial fractures and injuries and the other two fleeing the scene. Those guys were arrested a little after the altercation. The one who, uh, had his face all smashed up, went to hospital. What led to the fatal fight is unclear, but police discovered they'd gone into his home after a previous altercation. It was a straight-up home invasion. And it was a gang-related home invasion. Apparently one of the home invaders said, I'm Big East Side, referring to a gang. I'll kill you and your family. I'll go to your house. They went in. One of them was armed with a crude shank. Another grabbed a knife while entering the home. The homeowner had been charged with aggravated battery, two counts of conspiracy, and criminal damage to property. But Torres, the guy whose home was invaded, has gotten off scot-free. No charges for any crimes after ending this guy's life. Like I said, I love a happy ending. Milton Friedman's birthday. 
He's famous for once saying there's no such thing as a free lunch. But if he was alive today, I'd take him out for his birthday lunch. Partially because you want the chance to pick the man's brain. Partially because you want to go like, ha ha, you're allegedly one of the smartest people in the world. And I just proved you wrong. 34 people, most of them youths, died during a human stampede at a rap concert in Guinea. There were reportedly 10,000 people at the show. Guinea rap group Instinct Killers concert. Uh, This was last Tuesday night. It was meant to celebrate the end of Ramadan. At least 34 are dead, according to a medical official who added, the oldest among them can't be more than 20. There are young girls among them. Dozens are also injured, according to police reports. The president's office in Guinea said it was shocked by the tragic drama caused by mass movements at a cultural event. An official in charge of the government body for entertainment has been fired, and a national week of mourning has been declared. Hmm. A government-organized religious concert with a band called Instinct Killers. And the guy in charge was only fired. That's it. In America, there would be so many negligence lawsuits that every lawyer within a five-mile radius would instantly get an erection upon hearing the news. Instinct killers. I wonder if that uh, name carries the same implications in Guinea. Uh, I I just somehow can't imagine a a government in America or England sanctioning a religious concert and having the headliner and having the headliner be a band with the name Killers in it. And look, I'm the most punk rock guy on the face of the planet. I believe in rock and roll, and I believe in freedom of expression, and I believe in, well, the idea that this is you, this is art, this is expression. This might not necessarily be for kids. To quote the great Mick Mars of Motley Crue, this is rock and roll. If I want to go on stage with my ball bag hanging out, then I will. That being said... It's weird when governments start sanctioning religious concerts with bands that have the name Killers in their name. But whatever. Potato, potato. Before the start of a pro-Palestinian rally, one of the scores being staged almost daily here since Israel launched into its offensive in Gaza, An organizer on a bullhorn yelled out the do's and don'ts as ordered last week by police in Berlin. These are the rules in Berlin if you're going to hold an anti-Israel rally in Germany. No burning the Israeli flag, no shouts of death to Israel, and absolutely no repeating the slogan, Jew, Jew, cowardly pig, come out and fight alone. 
which rhymes when you say it in German. It's a rhyming chant in German that has become increasingly common at uh, anti-Israel rallies before being nipped in the bud by German authorities. Jew, Jew, cowardly pig, come out and fight alone. Being shouted in the streets in Berlin. Does this make you feel a little uneasy? Yeah, me too. Apparently, demonstrators have been saying such things. But the people saying them are of the opinion that even thoughtful criticism against Israel is being misinterpreted as hate speech. A protester in Berlin said, quote, there are more of us speaking out about Israel now because of what happened during Hitler's day. It's making Germans nervous. In France, where they have been Zeke Heiling in the streets lately, Nazi saluting, like that doesn't bring back some painful memories in France. How quickly we forget. In France... A nation already facing an uptick in anti-Semitic violence before the Israeli strikes on Gaza. In France, pro-Palestinians have uh, been looting and setting fire to Jewish businesses in the suburbs of Paris. French authorities have banned anti-Israeli protests. It's not stopping people. Thousands of young demonstrators have defied and uh, are engaging police with rocks, with bottles, for their right, to shout things in the street, like, Jew-Jew, cowardly pig, come out and fight alone. And then burning and looting Jewish businesses. This is not good times. Like I said, this conflict that goes on over a strip of land where allegedly 2,000 years ago a guy walked around saying how great it would be to be nice to people for a change is utterly ridiculous, obviously. You know, when you put it in its simplest, explain it to a six-year-old context. That's sort of, it, it, it's mind-boggling, and it, it, but it's over there. It's over there. Keep it over there, I think, is the general sentiment of people that uh, are, are over here. But it's not staying over there. It's traveling. This one's really got legs. This one is... This one is starting to cause serious damage internationally. This tiny strip of land. This tiny strip of land where I will remind you 2,000 years ago a guy walked among people saying it would be great to be nice to folks for a change. Where 2,000 years ago a man walked preaching kindness preaching forgiveness, preaching love. And somehow this is being twisted into, somehow this is being twisted into something that is, oh, it's, it's hatred that is growing like a plague. And it's growing like a plague because of uninformed hate-mongering. 
You and I don't understand this. This is not our life. This is not our fight. This is not our experience. You know what that guy who walked the earth 2,000 years ago saying it was nice to be nice for a change had in common with Hitler? We've discussed this, but what Jesus had in common with Hitler was the fact that he said, hey, come with me, follow me, heed my teachings, I will keep you safe, I will offer you the kingdom of heaven, and I will find a way to feed you. Doesn't matter if there's only, you know, this much fish and this much bread. Check this out. Hitler was able to do the same thing. He took a downtrodden people and used them to almost take over the world. That's what these people had in common. And that's why I say it's very important to make the distinction between Muslims and Hamas. And the people that are growing up as followers of Hamas are being brainwashed into it. Because, well, we talk about this in America. Tomorrow's not a given, man. You got to live for today. Eh, You grow up in Palestine. Tomorrow really is not a given. Your home could get blown up. You don't know where your next meal is coming from. Your family could be dead. You could be dead. Tomorrow is not a given. Food, shelter, basic human needs are not in any way, shape, or form promised tomorrow if you grow up in that situation. Gaza, Palestine, Israel as well. So when someone comes along and says to a child, follow me and I will protect you and feed you and take you into the kingdom of heaven in a very similar way to, uh, in a very similar way to the way Jesus did back in the day. Well, people are going to be a little susceptible to that. Am I saying it makes hiding weapons behind human shields forgivable? No, absolutely not. I'm just saying this is something that we don't fully understand, and people are all too quick to jump in and take sides and hate monger in a very, very uninformed way. And you see this start to take over. You see people that just want something to do. They just want something to be mad at. A 19-year-old doesn't know crap about crap, yet they're Nazis saluting in the streets in Paris and in Germany and in Miami and in Boston. You don't know who you are at 19. Shut the hell up. This is not our fight. Idiots joining in these anti-Israel protests saying... This isn't about religion. This is about peace and love. Standing shoulder to shoulder with people that are members of Hamas who are saying we refuse to acknowledge any form of government that isn't based in religion. Oh, it's about religion and we don't understand it. And you are foolheartedly throwing your lot behind something because you're angry and you just want something to be angry about. No. Shut the hell up. You don't get an opinion until you are a fully contributing member of society. In the meantime, sit, listen, read, learn, shut the hell up, and understand that this is not a joke. Throwing your support behind something in a hateful, foolheartedly, foolhearted way, no matter which side of the equation you fall down on, throwing your support behind something in an uninformed, hateful way 
and I'll say this very clearly, makes you know better than the person that you are protesting against. If you're protesting war in general, that I can get behind. But you don't know what's going on. It's fine to object to the dropping of bombs, to the shooting of rockets and missiles. I don't like that either. I would rather people don't do that. But when you start finger-pointing, and when you are coerced into anti-Semitism, the father of all prejudice, the source of 19 separate holocausts throughout history, the progenitor of genocide, you don't know what you're doing. Please stop. Please stop. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 